This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's I got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon.
Someone up here. Um, Good Friday, 7 April in the year of our Lord, 2023. That is footage of Bakhmut, which is turning out to be the great battle of the 21st century at the level of scale, or maybe even greater than Fallujah, back in uh, in Iraq, what, almost 20 years ago, 18 years ago, I guess. We're going to go today uh, and cover the chaos throughout the world. You saw the, the trans-terrorist protest in San Francisco, Turning Point USA, having Riley Gaines just try to speak. Uh, she's terrorized. She's beaten. She's attacked. She's kept in a, uh, locked in a, uh, in a room with the police guarding her for three or four hours by these uh, maniacs, and that's where they are, by these maniacs outside at San Francisco State trying to assault her. You've got what's happened on the floor of the house in Tennessee. Michael Patrick Leahy will join us from Tennessee. Ben Burkwam, that was the beginning of his and Oscar Blue Ramirez's, the gunfight they were in. He's going to join us from Panama. You're going to see the NGOs that are exacerbating the collapse and invasion of our southern border. Uh, we're going to get to all of it. We're also going to get with the overnight massive leak of the top secret war plan of the United States and NATO. Uh, let me repeat that, the United States and NATO, about what's going on in Ukraine. Jack Posobiec will be here for that. He's going to join us here in a second and also... Uh, the increasing uh, coming kinetic war in the Straits of Taiwan. So all that here momentarily. We've got a lot more. Dr. Shiva's going to be with us, Dave Bratt. So on Good Friday, we're packed. We want to start in St. Peter's with our own Ben Harnwell. Uh, ben, set the stage for us. This is the uh, holiest weekend of the of the calendar. Obviously, it's Passover. It's also uh, Holy Thursday, Good Friday, Holy Saturday. We will have our specials uh, tonight. We will have a Good Friday special you don't want to miss that i will host at 6 p.m uh, with dr taylor marshall and joe allen then tomorrow uh tom williams from rome dr tom williams and uh, dr taylor marshall clips from my dr taylor marshall interview so uh this entire weekend we're going to be focusing on this uh put us in the uh, put us at st peter's bend uh what's going on uh what's happening well good morning steve today it's a solemn day in rome rome the historic 
cultural capital of Christendom, of, of the Christian world. Today, 3 p.m. is the, by tradition the time that our Lord Jesus Christ was crucified. Uh, and that reflects the, the somber uh, atmosphere, atmosphere here today. Just behind me in the Vatican at St. Peter's Basilica, uh, they're preparing for the way of the cross, the Via Crucis, which will be taking place a little later on this evening. The Holy Father will be there. Uh, I, I understand uh, that he won't actually be participating actively, but he will be seated there um, and others will be leading that, that liturgy. Later on uh, at um, 9.30 at the Colosseum, excuse me, the, the, the Via Crucis is at the Colosseum at 9.30. Behind me is, is the Good Friday liturgy. Um, but as I say, the Pope won't be participating in that. Good, the Good Friday liturgy is the, the only day liturgically in the, in the year, in the 365-day year, when the Mass isn't celebrated. There's what's called the Mass of the Pre-Sanctified, which for, for non-Catholics is, is, um, is when the, 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 the communion that was consecrated last night um, at, the, at the liturgy, the, the foot washing, um, that will be distributed uh, today, as I say, not by the Pope. Um, and that will that will sort of that that will set the, the scene for today, tomorrow, Good Friday, um, Holy Saturday, and then Sunday, Easter Day. Um, ben, uh, and we're going to have you hang around. You're international. You, you do two jobs. You're an international editor too. And you've been all over Ukraine. I'm going to come to you back in a second. But here in the United States, it's more traditional, and particularly in the in the uh, more traditional Catholic churches, from noon to three p.m. Sometimes. You do the Station of the Cross beforehand. Sometimes it starts at 3. That's not the tradition in Rome. They, they actually do it in the evening. That's absolutely right, Steve. Yeah, same as in the UK. The, the Good Friday liturgy is at 3 p.m. Um, here, in a, and of course, in, in, a, in the UK, in the United States, today is a bank holiday. That's not the case here in, in Italy, uh, which is odd when you first think about it, as I say, it's, it's the, the capital city of, of the, the Roman Catholic world. Why is it not a bank holiday when it is in other Protestant countries? Well, the reason is by tradition here in Italy, you don't have bank holidays um, that are not festive occasions. Um, and therefore, today is an ordinary working day. The Italians make up for it by, um, by having a bank holiday on Easter Monday, which, which is um, in, in the local uh, terminology, Easter day is yeah. Pasqua, La Pasqua, and, and Easter Monday is Pasquetta. And they, there's a double sort of celebration which rolls into one. So, that, so it's an ordinary working day today and a bank holiday in, um, on, on how, Monday, which, is, how, which is strange. How big, how big are the crowds anticipated on uh, Easter Sunday? Well, um, I don't say sadly, uh, Pope Francis hasn't been drawing massive crowds um, over recent years, not in comparison, for example, to John Paul II. There will be some people, I mean, it depends, of course, on whether there's any confidence that he will actually turn up and do something. Um, if, there's no, uh, if there's no expectation that he's going to be there. And I th think I did read that he's actually already delegated most of Easter Day's responsibilities to another cardinal. Um, so if he's not going to be visible and to take the lead on that, uh, obviously that will have a knock-on consequence yeah. effect for the faithful here in Rome. 
Ben, hang on uh, for us at St. Peter's. We're going to come back to you. We're going to talk about Ukraine and the situation in Europe. I want to go to Jack Posobiec. Jack, uh, we talked in the dead of the night last night about this massive leak of top-secret war plans from NATO and the United States. But before we go there, I just got to compliment uh, Charlie Kirk and the team at Turning Point USA. And I want to make sure we're going to try to play him throughout the morning. Turn, the courage that Charlie Kirk, you, and the rest of the team over at Turning Point are, are showing is just unbelievable. These events and going into these college campuses are it, – it's pure courage, pure heroism. I, I mean, we're going to show later uh, Knowles, I think, at uh, – they had him at Purdue, and it's shocking. I mean, the, these the, these kids are – I mean, they're vicious. Uh, the, the, these things are quite dangerous. Uh, Jack, give me your perspective of what's happening on these college campuses as Turning Point continues to bring conservative speakers and really – Rally gain. I mean, these are pretty practical matters. The First Amendment, free speech, but, you know, women and women's sports, men and men's sports. These are not tough calls. Jack Posobiec. Well, Steve, the reason the Turning Point USA continues to bring speakers to speak out on college campuses and people have said to us, uh, you know, why, why do this? Why not go somewhere else where you're not going to face these protests? Why not hold these off campus? Why not go to a secure, undisclosed location? Well, that's how they win. That's how you cede ground to the left. That's how the left took over every institution in America by conservatives not standing up for the truth and conservatives not standing up to actually fight for what's right. That's why we went there Myself, Gavin Wax, and Marjorie Taylor Greene outside of the Manhattan courthouse in New York City. When everybody told us not to go, well, we went and we stood right there. And it's the same thing that Turning Point USA is doing and continues to do and will continue to do on campuses across America. And we are not going to let the Marxist red guards of this neo-Bolshevist movement try to shut us up or shut us down. We are going to keep holding these events, whether it be Riley Gaines, whether it be myself, whether it be Charlie, whether it be Candace Owens, et cetera, et cetera. Steve, maybe maybe we'll even bring you to some campuses. Steve, I'm sure you've got a list. We'll take you back to your alma mater. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a list. Let's go to Notre Dame. Let's see how it plays there. Um, it. Yeah, let's go to Harvard. That'll be a good Harvard. Go. Harvard and Georgetown. Let's go there. That'll be a good one. Um, Jack, uh, let's take a break because I want to get into there's so much uh, th- this uh, leak of top secret war plans is shocking. But once again, before we go to break, I got to tell you, Charlie Kirk, Candace Owens, Riley Gaines, Jack Posobiec, Knowles, the entire team at, at Turning Point and the speakers that go, it is an act of courage. These are true patriots. And I got to tell you, it is it is inspiring and it is impressive. Short commercial break from St. Peter's to Panama this morning on Good Friday in the War Room. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees, but it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, 
the word, the letters sq.com and download the app today totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Host, Stephen K. Bath. I called an audible at the last second because I was come back with a cold open and get right into Bakhmut and right into Ukraine and all of it. But uh, Chris Rufo, you know, DeSantis and look, I've, I've said from day one, I think Governor DeSantis is doing a terrific job as governor of Florida. The he's got Rufo at New College. And the, but there, you can tell now they're using that to launch at the University of Florida system. Rufo's done this analysis that is from at City Journal. Everybody read it. It'll blow you away. This is what we're up against. This is when Posobiec talks about the, 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 the Red Guard and the Cultural Revolution. We talk about the American Bolsheviks. Here you've seen the system of how they put it in place to take these great universities, state universities, like the University of Florida, and mold your children that they already take from the propaganda of the grade schools. That's why the parents' rights movement is so big. But once you see the system they have for diversity, equity, and inclusion – then you understand. Then you understand the manifestation when you see these wild protests. Jack Posobiec, this is what they're doing, and this is we're going to go to Leahy in Tennessee. We've got you know Riley Gaines in the San Francisco State. They have a system that is very much how Mao, right, and, and the communists thought about how they have the most important thing they can do is destroy the traditional family and weaponize the children. Jack Posobiec. Here in Florida, you know, we've said before how essentially this is Marcuse's long march through the institutions was how they were able to take over every institution in America. Well, what Rufo is doing and and Governor DeSantis for putting him there. And and of course, I, I wish we had 50 or I guess 49 more Ron DeSantis is running all the other states at this point and doing the same thing, because what Rufo is doing is a, is the antibody response to the pathogen. He's going in there and he's understanding how this virus has taken over these systems, which were originally set up for education. Now they're set up to churn out Marxist revolutionaries, whether that be on racial issues, whether that be now on these gender issues that we've seen again and again through across the country. Then, of course, with the education schools, with that arm of it, those graduates, because in so many of these states, you require, you're required an education MA to be able to go in as a teacher. Now they're going to your grade schools. Now they're going to your elementary schools, your kindergartens. That's why you're able to find this everywhere. They're going through the system. Conservatives don't think like this. Marxists think like this. Bolsheviks think like this. They look at the university, they look at the institution and say, how can we use this? And by the way, especially when it is taxpayer funded, you have the free flow of money going directly to the enemies of the republic. That's currently what our university system is in America. That's what every conservative should be focused on in terms of how to actually move the ball forward yes. when we're able to get power. You have to get power first. You have to be able to do that first. Then you have to deconstruct. You must begin the great deconstruction 
project. And by the way, just to let everybody know, um, as Steve pointed out, we are calling an audible on this one. But so just for the record, that's pretty much literally every single day here on The War Room. <laughs> We're calling audibles. <laughs> you say Herbert Marcuse. You had, so Herbert Marcuse, remember, it was a long march through the institutions, and it was based on the Frankfurt School. That is Andrew Breitbart. I mean, Andrew Breitbart 101 was the, all about the Frankfurt School. And he said, remember, Andrew went to Tulane as a kid from the west side of L.A. who was a liberal. It was only and he and he and he had to pick a major because he was kind of a party guy, you know, partying all the time. He said, hey, you got to pick a major. He said, which I take American studies. He got into American studies in all of his courses. They hated America. The whole right. thing, he's sitting there going, hey, I thought I'd take to understand about the United States of America. Every class he was in, it's what turned him, that and, 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 and listening to Rush Limbaugh is what flipped him to be a conservative. And then he, Andrew spent his life thinking about the railhead of this, the Frankfurt School, Jack Posobiec. No, that's exactly right. And today, of course, uh, it is Good Friday. It is a day of sacrifice, but it is all the day of the ultimate sacrifice. But it's also about accountability, sacrifice and accountability. So we need to be accountable to ourselves. The conservative movement needs to be accountable to themselves because the old republic, the republic that we used to have, the republic that followed the Constitution, yeah, that's been gone. That's been gone for a long time now. It's gotten so bad that they've arrested our national party leader. They've arrested the head of the national opposition on the same day that Joe Biden will turn around and say that expelling a couple of these extremist Democrats in Tennessee is undemocratic when actually they're following the Tennessee Constitution in doing so. The people you're up against will assault Riley Gaines. The Red Guards will be sent out in full force the exact same way that Chairman Mao sent them out during the Cultural Revolution in China. All of this has happened before. All of this has happened again. If we are ever going to defeat this regime, we must understand how to build a republic and we must found a new American republic that is not built on globalist lines, that is not built on these lies of DEI and these racial and gender uh, divisions that they're trying to use as neo-Bolshevik class divisions, ethnic divisions and gender divisions in the United States. That's why they do this, Steve, because they're using it to foment a revolutionary class within America. And keep in mind that the revolutionaries, those people you see attacking Riley Gaines in the street, they'll never take power. They'll never be the ones in, act, in actual power. They'll be dealt with uh, the same way the Red Guard youth were sent to the countryside yes. and they were stripped of all their weapons by the yes. military uh, after Mao had re-solidified his control of the CCP. Right, you're, just, you're just sent away. You're just used as a means yeah. to an end. You're used to attack the yeah. opposition, and that's exactly what they did in China. Yeah. That's exactly what they're doing yeah. now. Yeah. This is what happened in revolutionary France. This is what happened with the Nazis. It's the Bolsheviks. This is exactly what happened with Mao. This is this is America's struggle session, and what they're they're there to put you through the struggle session. Then they're discarded. Also, Jack, you talk about lies. Let's go to something that I think you and I are pretty cynical, but even the two of us are pretty shocked. What's been leaked overnight uh, by the Gray Zone and others? The New York Times has it. Um, tell us about. I didn't know the Ameri- uh, were NATO in the United States. I didn't realize we were actually at war with Russia in Ukraine. It's not a proxy war. It's an actual war plan that's been leaked. Jack Posobiec, this is stunning. And some of the revelations about the uh, the triumphalist narrative have been put to rest by the actual leaking of this war plan, sir. 
Yeah, Steve. So looking at these documents that I have reviewed, uh, I'm not going to be releasing them because, of course, it looks as though there are Americans and others, uh, American allies, NATO allies in harm's way. But when you look at the scope of what's in here, we really must ask the question, has the Biden administration been lying to the American people and have Biden administration officials been lying to Congress about the numbers and about the footprint of American soldiers and special operators, particularly when it comes to Ukraine? Are we directly involved with planning a spring offensive? Everyone's talked, by the way, about a spring offensive that's going to be coming from Ukraine. They're saying this is the big moment. Zelensky's talked about this. There's, um, you know, and, and first they were saying end of March. Now they're saying end of April. But when you look at this, we, I don't know that the American people realize the direct role that Americans are playing in this operation, the, not just the targeting, which we already knew would come out, which the Pentagon has confirmed, but they're also saying direct training of these forces before putting them into battle with the Russians. The real question here, Steve, is how do the Russians react to information like this? Because you got to assume that the Russians are getting these documents, probably more documents, especially if they're able to capture documents uh, when they capture some of these brigades and battalions on the Ukrainian side, if they've got any of the these U.S. briefings, that they understand that the United States is not just a, a proxy to this con conflict. We are an active participant in this conflict. And so how does the Kremlin respond when they understand that it's not just funding, that is active direction and training by the United States against the Russians? And so when you look at it, the question is, why aren't we, you know, why aren't we suing for peace? President Trump has talked about this. Why don't we have a peace plan? Why is nobody talking about this? Well, of course, what are they doing? They're making all of Europe much more dependent on the United States, not only for the energy supply with the LNG, that was what the destruction of Nord Stream led to, but also for military security. This puts so much of Europe and Western Europe on the back foot when it comes to dependence on the United States. You've got so many people that are making money off of this thing. And unfortunately, Steve, we can see some of these numbers. Um, these are similar numbers to what the EU Commission President Ursula von der Leyen said, uh, Mikhailo Podolik from uh, the Ukrainian President Zelensky's own cabinet. You're talking about a four to one death ratio, Steve, a four to one death ratio of Ukrainians to Russians. So you've got nearly a yeah. hundred thousand killed and these these this number that you know the 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 Europeans say it the Ukrainians say it when they were saying 200 soldiers a day and they always kind of say this number and then they walk it back and they say oh no I did you know I, I meant killed or wounded or this or that but it seems like there is a true number that everybody on one side of the of the ball kind of knows but the public seems to be kept in the dark about just real quickly I'm gonna hold you through break and I know you got a bounce but I need to hold you for a few minutes uh the, the document itself says 70,000 Ukrainian dead and only 16 or 17,000 Russian. These are troops, not civilians. I'm a troops. 70,000 Ukrainian dead versus 17,000 Russian dead. Is that correct? And this is this is U.S. military, a uh, U.S. military. The, the presentation is U.S. got U.S. militaries. It's their presentation. Correct, Jack? Right. That's what it says. And, and this is actually um, a joint. Uh, it's a joint staff update. And so the New York Times is out there saying, oh, no, you can't look at that number. That number has been edited. That number has been, you know, the entire all of the document is 100 percent true, except for that number specifically. Don't look at that number. That number has <laughs> been edited by the Russians. That's it's, disinformation. You can't look right. at this. I said, well, why would they edit one number and leave the rest of it 
you know, these are photographs of doc photographs of printouts. It's not like, you know, some computer document that you would go in. So why would you, why would you only change one number? Jack, just hang her for one second. I just want to keep you because I got to pull the camera back and give the whole picture here, particularly what's happening in uh, in uh, in Taiwan with the speaker's visit. Terry Guo, the um, Foxcom's CEO, who's a total CCP asset, who ran for president last time in Taiwan as a KMT, uh, you know, easy on the uh, the fifth column in Taiwan, has announced he's going to run for the presidency. This huge election is going to come take, take place in. January. Uh, a lot going on. Kosovo's going to stick with us. We're going to go back to Rome. We're going to Tennessee with Leahy all night. Americans have had it. They're done supporting companies that rake in hundreds of millions, sometimes billions of dollars, while trashing the country that made their success possible. Until recently, we had to take it. But companies like Patriot Mobile are building a whole new economy, one which embraces the values that made America the greatest country on earth. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you can get the best possible service in your area. Plus, they offer a coverage guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to a different network for free without changing carriers. All this, plus the knowledge that you're supporting free speech, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, in our military and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon. That's patriotmobile.com slash Bannon. Or call them right now at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. We need to stand together and support companies that share our values. Remember, Stop giving monies to companies that hate you. Support the Patriot Mobiles of the world. That's patriotmobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. We're also getting some footage uh, from the Cary Lake uh, prayer breakfast out in Iowa. We're going to play that in a little while. we got Ben Harmwell at St. Peter's in Rome. we get Tim Michael Patrick Lays join us in Tennessee here in a moment. Um, Jack Pesoba, I just want to make sure the audience understands this. We're going to start putting up links. I've already put up one link from Gray Zone <clears throat> overnight. There is a war plan that is a joint war plan with the United States and NATO about Ukraine. And this is about NATO and American combat troops and military support in Ukraine. Special forces of NATO in the United States in Ukraine. Training will take place in Ukraine. And they've got the real numbers. They say 70,000 Ukraine. And this is why they have to do it. Because Ukraine's running out of men. And you can see what's happening in Bakhmut. Which, by the way, it looks like Bakhmut, half of it's fallen or they're to the river uh, the, Vag- Wag- the Wagner group, and they haven't done it. Look, it hasn't been a great job. It's taken them six or seven months to get there. And there's not much left to defend, even as we speak. But they talk about this, this masturbatory fantasy of this uh, spring offensive where they're going to pivot and drive to, if not try to go back to eastern Ukraine, drive to uh, Yalta, dr- drive to the Crimea, and at the gates of the Crimea, then force the Russians to negotiate. Jack Posobiec. This document puts to a lie everything we've been hearing on TV, everything the Biden administration is saying. I don't know. This is why I understand why the House is out on some sort of uh, Easter holiday. 
It is the most solemn days of the in the Christian calendar, and it is the Passover of Jewish Passover. But there's work to be done. I mean, we finally got some subpoenas after we've been banging on the drum for weeks and weeks and weeks here with Cash and Mike Davis. But I just want your assessment and how can people get these records? And you've reviewed them. This is actually a joint staff update on a war plan of NATO and the United States. And Ukraine's not, they're kind of, uh, that's just the location they're fighting in. They don't talk about a lot of Ukrainians going to be involved here, sir. Steve, what you're looking at is exactly right. They they have this idea, and and we we've heard this by the way in other briefings. So it's not anything new here that there's this plan that they're going to smash through the land bridge, um, in in and targeting Mariupol and some of these areas that were hard fought over last year, and then use that to cut down into Crimea as a direct uh, assault on the Crimean Peninsula itself, as it were. Of course, they've targeted Crimea, they've targeted that bridge before, but I don't think the American people realize the extent not only of U.S. training and involvement, but really direction in what's going on here. And what I'd love to see is I'd love to go to a Congressman Matt Gates, a Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, Jim Jordan, some of these other fighters out there, Speaker McCarthy. I'd like to know, have you seen these documents? Are, is this the same type of documents that you've been receiving? Because, Steve, I'll just say it. When I was in the IC, we knew that there was a, a set of documents. There was a briefing that you prepared for the generals, and there was a briefing you prepared for Congress, and they weren't always the same. Because people knew that if something went to Congress, they, they would say, well, you got to prepare a different one for Congress because Congress is going to leak everything. So my question is, has has the intel community, has the military and the administration been telling Congress the truth? To Congressman Gates, to the others out there, are these the same type of numbers that you've been seeing? Is this the same type of information that you've been seeing? And if not, why? We need answers, and I think we need to see subpoenas immediately about all of this. Because, Steve, I don't, last time I checked, I don't remember the United States Congress ever taking a vote on U.S. involvement in the war in Ukraine. I don't remember there ever being authorization for this. Certainly, the post-9-11 authorization for military force, author, the AUMF, uh, doesn't cover anything like this. That's about terrorism and al-Qaeda. Uh, you, could, you could question whether it covers anything. And so when I'm looking at actual military, U.S. military operations that are going on here, uh, where they're talking about Kherson, and they're talking about Zaporizhia, they're talking about Donetsk, uh, that has nothing to do with anything that the United States military has been authorized for. And if this Congress and these House Republicans actually want to show that they do have power, power only exists in the exercise of power. It's not enough to simply get elected and sit on your hands. You can't rest on your laurels. You must wield that power in order to obtain that power. You're there. You're very close. And we saw this in Tennessee yesterday. Will the House Republicans act on this or not? The the triumphalist narrative, you watch MSNBC and CNN and read the New York Times and hear these people run around the Ukrainian, they got the Ukrainian flags on, Ukraine's winning, you know, this is the Russia's collapsing, Putin's collapsing, it's all collapsing, the Russian military. The numbers on the in the briefing are 70,000 combat dead Ukrainian troops and 16, 17,000 Russian. It's a complete lie. This is back to Vietnam, the body count. They're just lying to you. The Pentagon, when they come to these briefings, this, the, the, you cut down to a number well, that was and the say, Pentagon. you've told us all along that the brave Ukraine, by the way, they're, they're, they're valid. You can tell 70,000 of them are dead. And a lot of those are around Bakhmut. But you've heard this 
uh, consistently. And I mean, how do people get around the lie of just the numbers? You've been lied to with the, 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 the numbers are always reversed. There were hundreds of thousands of Russian dead troops, hundreds of thousands of Russian dead troops. That's what's justifying this because oh, we can get to victory. Hundreds of thousands, and I don't know, you know, Vanderlei said 100,000 uh, Ukrainian troops, but the Pentagon's always downplayed that. How do they get over this bald-faced lie just about the numbers? Well, Steve, this is exactly what the Pen- Pentagon Papers were all about when they were leaked, and that's always been shown as this massive. The Pentagon Papers were this huge story that uh, you know they're all they're all lying to us. The Pentagon line is lying. McNamara's lying, or right? there's even that line in in uh, uh, Forrest Gump about the Pentagon Papers and all of this. And so the question is, why would we expect the Pentagon today to be any different? than when they were in the past. They, the, first, uh, the first casualty in war is always the truth. But Jack, J- Jack, don't, bear, don't, don't bury the lead. What about the Afghanistan papers? Remember the Washington Post came out right. with the, talked about the 20 years of lies the Pentagon told us about the Afghanistan war. This is the exact same thing that the words made dead. Jack, correct me if I'm wrong. You're from the intelligence community. If you've got 70,000 Ukrainian dead troops and you've only got 17,000 dead Russian troops, that, that The implication of this, and that's why we look at the thing about the special operators, you already have special operators from NATO, from these different countries in NATO and the United States, think 14 or 15. You're going to have to, to, meet, to meet the requirements of the strategic plan you're laying out of the pivot in a spring offensive to drive to Crimea and convince the Russians you can militarily take Crimea. You're going to have to have the insertion just on this math, sir, correct me if I'm wrong of American combat troops. Is that that's what this number this is what the lie is. They're lying to you because they uh, the whole plan is to make sure that they're going to put in American combat troops to effectuate their strategy. Jack Posobiec. Look, Steve, I mean as 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 much as we all love Kamala Harris around here, she she had a an interesting take at the beginning of this that everybody laughed about, and she said, "Well, Russia is a big country and Ukraine is a small country, right?" And we all and we all joked about that. We said that's not why it's happening, but she's actually not wrong when you're when, because the math don't change. You can't change the fundamentals. It's like it's like when you're going to invest in a stock and some. What are the fundamentals, right? What are the fundamentals? When you look at the population, when you look upon the mobilizations, Russia has already smashed through multiple mobilizations of the Ukrainian people. That's why you see these videos out of Odessa, these videos, these press gangs out of Lviv that are going in, that are targeting people to get them in. And it's not to say that there's not volunteers, but my point is at some point you start running out of your military age men, your military capable men. So you start going younger, you start going older, you start opening up the aperture more, you start bringing in more of these uh, these American fighters, foreign fighters, trying to do anything you can to just staff bodies up to the front line. But anybody can go and watch All Quiet on the Western Front and you could see exactly what trench warfare is like. And that's what uh, this Donetsk situation has really downgraded and degraded into. It's just trench warfare with drones uh, above head. Because if you've got drones, you've got targeting, those tanks aren't exactly as useful and capable as they used to be. So when you're sitting here, uh, backstopping all of this, of course, is NATO. And then the question is, and I've said it before, Steve, how long before we hear that they're going to be establishing a NATO green zone in the West and that Lviv and some of these other NATO areas where we're supplying weapons to and we're going to be setting up NATO training centers, 
uh, a NATO peacekeeping force. You know, we've heard all of these before. Where? In Afghanistan. That's the plan here. They want to turn this into Ukrainistan, and it's horrible. It's despicable. By the way, later today, I'm going to have Charlie Kirk on my program. We're launching a new website, defundthewar.com. We're doing an entire special tonight on Human Events Daily, me and Charlie Kirk, all about defunding the war, all about shutting this thing down because it's not serving, number one, the American people. And then when you look at these documents, you have to ask yourself, is this really serving the interests of the world to continue this slaughter and this bloodshed? Uh, by the way, it's called Defund the War. And what time is the special going to be? Defundthewar.com. It'll be, it'll be what tonight. What time is the special going to be tonight? It'll drop, uh, I'll drop what online. What time will that be, Jack? 5 p.m. Eastern tonight and then okay, later perfect. tonight on, on uh, RAV. Okay, perfect. Um, we may live stream that too on, on our getter. We've got Royce White tonight. We have Kerry Lake tonight. But we're going to get to this one too. Real quickly, the one that matters in Taiwan uh, I just want to, since you're, you are a naval officer, I know you're intel, but you are a naval officer. Um, the, um, the 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 CCP have told us they've got it. They're they're proposing a soft blockade right now of Taiwan. They're proposing to board uh, ships that are headed to Taiwan under Taiwan, I guess, registry, and to inspect them, quote unquote, inspect their cargoes. If that happens, th- you've essentially got a uh, blockade, a naval blockade, a sea blockade. Of Taiwan, Jack. How do you think this plays out? Well, Steve, and and you and I spoke about this phone last night. That when you're look when you're talking about maritime interdiction operations or MEO operations in the Navy, so the question becomes then for so much of these ships, they they're targeting commercial shipping. They're not necessarily talking about warships. They're talking about commercial shipping. And so what the CCP is going to do is very simple, Steve. It has nothing necessarily to do with the military. It's the threat of military. If you go to one of these commercial shippers and you tell them that we are going to interdict your ship, we are going to hold it up for inspection. They're going to walk right in to these international chambers of commerce and they're going to say, pick one. They're going to say, pick us or Taiwan. Do you want to continue doing business with us or do you want to do business with them? And Steve, I got to tell you, I don't need three guesses to tell you what answer they're going to give every time, because then they're going to start pulling out. Then you're going to go after the insurers. You're going to go after Lloyd's of London and the re you're not going to be able to get the reinsurance. Swiss re is not going to be underwriting these things. If they know that they're going to be running afoul of Chinese maritime interdiction operations, they're not going to do it. So the, the, the captains, they're not going to pull out a port. Jack, how do people get to you and how they get to this special tonight, Defund the War? We're going to be covering that nonstop, sir. You and Charlie Kirk, how do they get to everything? Yes, make sure to follow Human Events Daily on podcast, Spotify, on Rumble. Of course, we'll have DefundTheWar.com, myself, Charlie Kirk. I want to wish everyone a blessed, uh, a absolutely blessed Good Friday. Do not remember tomorrow the descent into hell, the harrowing of hell, Christ's victory over death, the rescue mission that he went on. I can't wait to see the Mel Gibson movie all about this because it's time for that story to be told. And to Steve and the rest of the War Room Posse, a happy Easter. Jack Posobiec, thank you. Honored to have you on here, brother. Jack, what a tee up. Tomorrow's special is Descent into Hell. We do this every year. Tomorrow we have Dr. Tom Williams from Rome. Uh, author of the new book, The Coming Persecution of Christians. And, of course, we cut in some classic uh, Dr. Taylor Marshall. Dr. Marshall will join us tonight at 6 o'clock with Joe Allen on our special Good Friday. Okay, short break. 
We've got a lot to get through, and we're going to get to it all. We've got Michael Patrick Leahy in Tennessee. Uh, ben Harnwell is still in uh, Rome at St. Peter's. Uh, he's, we're bringing him in about Ukraine. Also, if you look at this University of Florida situation, which Chris Rufo has talked about the Herbert Marcuse takeover of the University of Florida, I think you could also point to the um, establishment churches, both Protestant and Catholic, is having that problem also. Short break. Back in the warm in a moment. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Such protests on the floor are forbidden under House rules. Now dubbed the Tennessee Three, Democratic representatives Justin Pearson and Justin Jones were expelled from the body, while Representative Gloria Johnson, who was white, survived expulsion. Here is what Jones and Pearson had to say before their expulsion votes. What we see today is a lynch mob assembled to not lynch me, but our democratic process. We called for you all to ban assault weapons, and you respond with an assault on democracy. Let's talk about expulsion. For years, one of your colleagues who was an admitted child molester sat in this chamber. No expulsion. One member sits in this chamber who was found guilty of domestic violence. No expulsion. We had a former speaker sit in this chamber who is now under federal investigation. No expulsion. We have a member still under federal investigation. No expulsion. We had a member pee in another member's chair in this chamber. No expulsion. In fact, they're in leadership. But... 
in the, in the governor's administration. And so once again, what you're saying to us, since you're trying to put us on trial, I'll say what you're really putting on trial is the state of Tennessee. What you're really showing for the world is holding up a mirror to a state that is going back to some dark, dark roots. A state in which the Ku Klux Klan was founded is now attempting another power grab by silencing the two youngest black representatives and one of the only women, democratic women in this body. Dr. King taught us that sometimes there's a consciousness above rule, above what you might say is law, and that the true forms of protest is nonviolent disobedience. For less than a few minutes, we and you are seeking to expel District 86's representation from this house in a country that was built on a protest. In a country that was built on a protest. I can say to folks who are worried about whether or not, as one sign said, am I next? What I can say to you is that the movement for justice can never die. Because the heart for justice can never be killed. We've got good news that Sunday always comes. Resurrection is a promise. And it is a prophecy. It's a prophecy that came out of the cotton fields. It's a prophecy that came out of the lynching tree. It's a prophecy that still lives in each and every one of us in order to make the state of Tennessee the place that it ought to be. And so I've still got hope because I know we are still here and we will never quit. Representative Justin Pearson speaking yesterday. So, Joe and Mika, just to remind people what happened, this was last week. That was uh, the vote to expel Tennessee Representative, Tennessee State Representative Justin Pearson after he preached a whole sermon. Uh, And I will note that that Justin Jones that you saw on the screen, that was not us. That was not MSNBC. Not only did this state legislature vote out Justin Pearson, a duly elected state representative who was elected by more than 70,000 constituents, They couldn't even get his name right. They confused Justin Jones for Justin Pearson and put the wrong name up. That was the feed that we were taking from Tennessee. So we had the right name up. That was Justin Pearson. Michael Patrick Leahy, we started the show with the cold open of what happened the other day in the, in fact, you had to correct me when we first came on and broke it on the show. I thought it was just an act. I thought it was one of these activists that was, uh, that was stirring up the kids you actually told me it was a representative and, the, it, and there was going to be a vote on expulsion. What has happened here, sir, in Tennessee? Steve, let's remember the origin of this story on March 27th. A 28-year-old woman who identified as a transgender male uh, broke into a Christian school about a mile from where our studios are here in Nashville and shot and murdered six innocent people, three adults and three children aged nine. On Thursday... That night, uh, Thursday that week, uh, Justin Jones, uh, Justin Pearson, and uh, Gloria Johnson hijacked and broke the rules of the Tennessee House of Representatives while a large crowd of young uh, anti-gun protesters, many of whom were out of state, uh, uh, threatened the Tennessee House chamber. They broke the rules of the House. They approached the well without recognition by Speaker 
with a bullhorn. That was Justin Jones had the bullhorn. Um, they took over the proceedings without recognition from the speakers. Never happened in 227 years of the history of the state of Tennessee. They shouted incitements to the crowd. They said, uh, no justice, no peace, no justice, no peace, which the members of the crowd uh, were uh, responded to very aggressively. They tried to storm the chamber. The Tennessee state troopers stopped them. That went on for about 45 minutes and they violated every rule of the house. They gave every indication they intended to do the same thing because they want gun control, something that they cannot get through the normal process here in our state house of representatives. Uh, Michael, can you hang on? We're going to take a 90-second break. Uh, we've got uh, we a little backed up. We're going to get it all taken care of. Uh, this is our Good Friday presentation. We're going to do a special uh, tonight at 6 p.m. I'm going to have Dr. Taylor Marshall and Joe Allen uh, with me, uh, so you don't want to miss that. Uh, we're going to go back to Ben uh, Harnwell. Ben Harnwell is at St. Peter's. We're also going to go to Ben Burkwam. They're down in Panama. We've got Michael Patrick Leahy in Tennessee. I think Dr. Shiva were pretty jammed in the second hour trying to get Dave Brad on. So stick around. 90-second break. We're going to be back in the war room to continue this discussion of exactly what is going on in the volunteer state, the great state of Tennessee, one of the most MAGA of all states. Short commercial break. Michael Patrick Leahy, Ben Harnwell, Ben Burkwam. All next. To the end, just watch and see It's all started Everything's begun And you are over Cause we're taking down The CCP Spread the word all through Hong Kong We will fight till they're all gone We rejoice when there's no more Let's take down the CCP War Room Posse You already know free speech is under constant attack By the swamp and their big tech allies they resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. 
That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.